Make a better connection with your friends on Facebook. Use the hottest voice conferencing service around. Call from TalkShoe.com. That's talk like I'm doing now and shoe as on your feet dot com. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Women Living for Jesus. Encouragement and Fellowship Hour. And I'm your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn, speaking live from Pittsburgh, PA. And it's Saturday. What is today? Saturday, October the 4th. And it's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Before we get started, let's have scripture and prayer. Our scripture today, and I have it on my computer. Bear with me. Our scripture today is Psalms 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then with our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing, then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth. Bearing precious seed shall doubtlessly, doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And I'm just going to go ahead and have prayer. I just come before you today, Lord, thanking you for your grace and your mercy, thanking you for your goodness and your kindness, thanking you for blessing us and keeping us this day, thanking you for being God and never changing being the same God as yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We just thank and praise you, Lord, for truly you are worthy of all our praises. We just thank you for this day. And I am just so ever so thankful for you coming into my life and, and being the Lord of my life. I thank you for all those that will join us today and all those that will listen in later. For truly, God, you are blessing. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Come today, just thankful, thanking the Lord for all his mighty blessings and all that he continues to do for me. Today we're going to be talking about um, how to handle or what to do when others do not understand what you believe in Jesus. Um, This actually was supposed to, I was supposed to have this show a while ago, um, but Saturdays, I just kept missing Saturdays and not being able to come on Saturday. So I just kept pushing this topic back and back and back until uh, a Saturday came through with it. And um, I thank and praise God that I'm able to come today and and just give my own little thoughts on this subject. Um, And um, it has stemmed from an email that I was had from other sisters. And I, and I wanted to um, go over a couple points that we um, have said. And we're talking about when others around you do not agree with what you're saying about the Word of God. And my sister and I were talking about this via email and how frustrating it can be um, when you're around folks who do not believe and, uh, and treat you differently because you believe in God. So how do we handle um, those that do this? And to me, the easiest way to handle that is the love of Jesus, is his love, is allowing ourselves to show those that are around us the love of the Lord that shines in us. And that is really um, what he says about loving each other and 
and loving all those that we meet because all those that we meet, they're not always going to um, <laughs> see uh, eye to eye with us. But there's a couple points that I have made that I wanted to go over. And in that, um, see, one of the points is you want to help the world to see the Lord. So you want to live your life according to the Lord's word. Sometimes less is more. So living the life that God has called you to is what makes a difference in other people's lives. Sometimes we don't even have to say a word. We all know that we have family members saved and unsaved that don't actually believe either in Jesus or don't believe what we believe. You know, um, there's a such thing that we call um, religious pride and because we are supposed to be fisher of men, a lot of times we think we got to win people over to our way of thinking. And one thing that I have truly learned is I don't know everything. And because I don't know everything, sometimes that means I just need to sit back and listen to what the person's saying. Sometimes when you just listen to what people say. One of the sisters the other day sent me an email about blessings, and she was talking about how blessings came. I didn't necessarily, I can't get into the whole detail because I'm not sure I really understood what she was saying. Um, But I didn't argue with her. I was reading what was being said, and I said, okay, I don't necessarily agree with what she's saying. But maybe if the both of us just do a search on these words. Well, I had already did a search. So I sent her a couple words to do a search on and said, why don't you do this search? And then between you going, because her pastor was doing a series on it. So I said, I wanted to hear the rest of the series, of course, because a lot of times we know the series um, come through one way with one person and another way will you actually read it. Oh, excuse me, when you actually read it for yourself. So we don't, I don't want to automatically assume that the sister didn't know what she was talking about because that ain't right. And, and because she may very well know what she's talking about, and I'm just not getting the understanding. I think a lot of times what happens is when we're talking to people and we're trying to get people to see the way that we believe, that we don't listen to what they're saying. And then, because we're not listening, we start attacking and and. There's no, you know, my mom used to say you can win more people over when you're sweet and you're kind and you're nice. More people are going to understand what you're saying when you exhibit the love of God. So, for example, because this is one thing that used to get to me, and it doesn't bother me anymore because I am a Pentecost faith. A lot of people do not um, believe as I believe with the filling of the Holy Spirit and all that. I don't force that on people. I don't force that thinking. I present to them why, if they ask me, I tell them why I believe that way. I give them the scripture that I feel that is based on that. I don't tell them that they're going to Hades because I don't believe that. Um, I I don't belittle what they believe. But what I do do is give them the word of God that as I see it, let them present it as they see it, and then we have a decent human being conversation. 
Sometimes it may become a debate a little bit because I do like to debate some things from time to time, but it's not in a negative sense. We have to understand it's not negativity. It's all in the love of God when you go back and forth with things. And we have to realize that when we're doing that, it's not a religious pride. As I was saying earlier, is that people, we get this pride about, well, you got to believe the way I believe. And I used to walk around and say, Lord, I don't understand how we can be one body of Christ where everybody believes in different things. And i got to find it while I'm sitting here, but there's a, phase, a thing in the Word that every part of this walk, your walk is different than my walk. My walk is different than your walk. So as I'm walking in my life, you may be at point A where I'm at point B, and then you may get to point B while I'm still at point B, but your point B is a different understanding of point B. For example, I'm sure many of us have read the word and you read the word one time and you get an under one scripture and you get an understanding of it. Then uh, years later or maybe months later or days later for that fact, you go and read it again and you get a different understanding of it. Because at that time, that you're reading it, you're going through a different phase in your life where that scripture applies differently to the same scripture will apply differently to the circumstance in your life. Well, that is how it is. That's how I believe. So I know that I could be, because I am going through everything that I went through in my life, I may see it differently than a sister who had the um, wonderful picket fence family life. Well, there's not very many of those. We all had dysfunctional families. But her dysfunction wasn't the kind of dysfunction that I faced. So because of that, she may see it differently than I see it. So in her seeing it differently than I see it, then that means we need to stop and listen. I have a sister in Christ that I love dearly who I call my thinking sister because she makes me think. She will take a statement, and I will perceive that statement one way, and then she will bring a different angle to the statement, and then I'll see it another way. And then that gets me thinking about different things. I think too many times we as Christians, one of the reasons why we have the issues that we have going back and forth with each other is because we do not think outside the box. We take the Word of God and we read it, and we perceive it, and we don't go back and meditate on it or or allow the Holy Spirit to really talk to us and tell us the other meanings of that scripture. Because each step we go in our lives is a different convert, different walk with him. As we get closer to him, he will reveal more things to us. So different situations with 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 different things will bring about a different understanding in it. So when you have a different understanding of things, you may perceive it differently. So that's why I never say to anybody that they're wrong, unless they are so blatantly wrong, because we know that there are some out there that are trying, that are sheeps, I mean, that are wolves in sheep's clothing that are really just out of line, ain't nothing scripture about anything they're saying. I'm not talking about those. 
I'm talking about serious Christian brothers and sisters who are walking the word of God and who truly believe what they're saying is true. And it may be for them at that point where they are. They have not come into a different understanding of that scripture. But it's not our duty as sisters and brothers in Christ to beat them up with the word. You know, it's, it's something because I get these emails sometimes and I read them and, and, and people are trying to teach and it takes a special person to teach, that's first of all. Because I truly believe if you're going to be a teacher, you've got to have the love of the Lord. And you also have to be able to use discernment on how to approach subjects with people. You know, um, a prophet is one thing. A prophet is going to bring you the word, and they got to bring it just as God gives it to them. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it, and it may sting, and it may hurt, and it may just tear you apart. But a teacher's not there to do that. A, a teacher is someone who comes at you with with the word of God and the knowledge and, 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 and nurtures you and gives you what you need so you understand what the Word of God says. Now, what I have seen some do is take that and try and say, look, this is how 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 it goes. And, and they come with this harsh, harsh attitude with this. And we cannot, we can't, we cannot take it with harshness. We have got to do it with the love of God. Now, Someone approaches you in a situation or with some scripture that you know without a shadow of a doubt that what they're saying is so far off the mark. How you handle that? In love. Don't raise your voice. Don't get upset. And don't yell and scream or belittle that person. Stop asking them questions. Why they believe the scripture says the way that the scripture says. I'm telling you that it is truly not the easiest thing to do. And it's not an easy thing to do at all. And I'm sorry, I'm reading in chat. And we have a guest there that was wants to see how Christians handle sex offender issues with love instead of hate. I personally, and I'm going to tell this guest because I don't know um, her circumstance. I'm reading that he accepted her son um, was a um, sex offender. And most people do not accept sex offenders. And that is just so true. A lot of people don't. And I'm speaking to the guest now, and I just want her to understand something. I am a child of molestation, and I forgave my stepfather for what he did. And the only way that Christians can accept is they have to learn how to forgive and let go and allow the Lord to minister in that other person's life. Because if you do not forgive, then how is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ going to forgive you? Because we have to do unto others. So if I'm walking around 
with so much pain and hurt and unforgiveness in my heart. Where's the love of God in me? There can't be any love of the Lord in me. One of the things that I have when we have in the past have had people come and say, I've done this and I've done that and I was this and I did this to people. One of the hardest things to do because I am a person who went through child abuse is to have someone say to me, I used to abuse children, but I gave my life to the Lord. Well, I love the Lord. And I know that if Jesus can change me, he can change anybody. And I think as Christians, we need to realize that when we're going with stuff. We have to remember that he forgave us for everything that we did. That he can forgive a murderer, a sex offender, a prostitute. If we read the word of the word of God, look at all those people that were coming to him and he was telling them that he forgave them of their sins. We cannot say that we love the Lord and then turn to somebody and say, well, I don't like you because you know what? You, you used to, to molest children. You can't do that. That is not the love of God. That's no way, no shape, no form, the love of God. And you're going to have to answer for that. You're going to have to look to the Savior in his face and tell him why you did not love a child that he forgave. Because this person changed their ways. And let us go take a step further. We got to love the ones that ain't changed. Because it's the love of us that we have. Well, it's the love of, sorry. It's the love of Jesus that we have inside of us. Hmm. That makes a difference in this world. He's the light that shines in us. He's the light. He's the light that shines in us. And we need to remember that God is the light that makes the difference. So it doesn't matter who we're facing. It doesn't matter what life they had. It doesn't matter what past they've had. It doesn't even matter if they repented or not. Because as a Christian, We're supposed to love them regardless, period. And that is what makes the difference in their lives. Because you don't know if you're the one that's going to plant the seed for somebody who hasn't repented of it. You just never know. And personally, that's how we live our lives. And I thank and praise God for that because it took a long step. And do I I literally, literally, there are some people, that I've met, and Minister Murph can tell you that there are some people that I have met that I really don't care for. I'm not going to lie. But I also know how to go to the Lord and say, you got to help me with this because I have to witness to this person, and I need to be able to show your love, which means I have to love them regardless of what they say or do. Because, see, flesh will come up and make you act dumb. And that's nothing but the enemy trying to keep you from getting more love of the Lord. Because the more you love everybody else, the less room you have for hate, pain, distress, distrustful, anything like that. Because if you do that, it's the love of God that fills you up. 
He don't tell you to go around blessing people for no reason. He tells you to go bless people. Why? So that people can see the love of him through you. We are his, what's the word? We are um, his children. He's nurtured us. He cares for us. Now he wants us to grow up and do what he needs us to do, and that's witnessing to others. That means we need to be there. We got to. We got to change that. And not only that aspect, and the sister or brother brought up this valid point here, is we have to really understand that it don't matter what the the crime or whatever the person, the person can be gay. It does not mean because they're gay you can't love them. You can love them, but Jesus not Jesus changed them. You, it's God that makes the changes anyhow. Just like God made the change for your life, God will make the change for everybody else's life. Now, do I condone gay marriages? No, because the word says it, and I can't sit there and say that they right, but I can sit there and talk to them and still love them. I don't have to judge them. I don't have to shun them. We have to. We have to. We have to. We have to truly, truly, truly show the world the love of God everywhere we go. Because if we don't show the love of God, then the love, then God is not in us. And as hard as it can be sometimes, it is not. Easy, because our flesh is going to cry out. It's not easy. It's not easy. But you can do it through Christ. And we got to really trust and believe in the Lord. And we really got to read his word. And we got to understand what the Lord is saying to us in his word. Because his word says that we got to love each other. And my husband is always telling me, because sometimes my flesh, my flesh be screaming out. And my husband will tell me, honey, now you know you got to love Jesus. You got to let the love show. Regardless of what they said, you still got to let the love show. And 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 I do. It take prayer. <laughs> sometimes it takes much prayer because <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. Sometimes it takes a lot of prayer. But I thank and praise God for that. And I just want to let our guests know, yes, we will be praying for, for um for your son, Eric, and I'm going to have Minister Merv write down the website. We will go ahead and visit that website. Know that you are in our prayers. I'm sure because he is a uh, sex offender, he has to register, but we know that God is able. He will keep your son. We know that God will make a way, and even though there will be people who will turn their nose up to him, there will be people that will truly, who truly know the love of the Lord and will turn and, and, and warm, welcome him. And we just truly will continue to lift up your son's name before the Lord because the enemy going to come in up against him just because of his past and what he can do to, for the Lord because he has a testimony. He has a testimony of the goodness of the Lord and how he changed. And we know the enemy's going to come at him, but in the name of Jesus, 
We are claiming your son, Eric, that he is going to continue to walk as God has called him to walk and that his life is going to be a testimony and he's going to be able to witness to other men and other women who are in his shoes and bring it all about. And the Lord is just going to bless. And I'm trusting and believing in that. And we know that God is able and it's through the love of Jesus and as his parent, because I'm not sure if you're his mother. I think you said mother. But it, we know that you're going to need strength, and we're going to pray for you, and we're going to pray for him, and we know that God is going to strengthen your family, and you will be blessed, and you just keep standing tall, and know that God is able, and he's going to fix it all. Don't fret, don't worry. Even when the enemy attacks, praise the Lord through it, and watch the blessings of the Lord, because God is good. And he's going to bless your family. And I just I just feel that as I was reading your testimony. And I know that God is just going to bless him. And he's going to have a testimony that's out of this world. And the Lord is just going to bless. And we know that God will keep him and use him mightily for all things. And it doesn't matter if he's behind bars or not. Because <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. And God is the one that's in control. I, I just thank I just thank and praise God because we really need to understand that it's not us that makes the difference in other people's lives. It's God that makes the difference in other people's lives. Jesus is the one that changes our lives. Jesus is the one that came to make a difference. And it's through his love that we can make a difference. And that's really the bottom line of the show today is his love. People are not agreeing with what you believe in. Allow the love of Jesus to shine in to you. Allow the love. It's the love. It's what we need to do. It's the love. We need love more than anything else. And I want you to understand that no matter where you go, as long as you are allowing the love of the Lord to shine through you, all things will work together for your good because you are the called according to his purpose. And that's what makes the difference. So instead of fighting and arguing and beating people up with the word and accusing people of stuff and telling them they don't know Jesus and blah, 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 <laughs> Look, God is able, and it is our true, true walk in him is the love. You don't need to beat people up. You don't need to 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 get into serious debates over the word of God because the word of God, the word of God will go forth that is beyond, beyond, Anything that you could even imagine. The word says that what is in nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing. So if nothing is too hard for him or nothing is impossible, we know. We know that when we stop allowing ourselves to put him behind all that boxing and 
and and the limitations of our mind and let it all go, then we can get to another level in the Lord because our relationship will be closer to him. So then guess what? Somebody comes at us with some stuff and we don't we won't yell at them. We don't we don't fuss with them. We don't argue with them. We will just continue to tell them how much good good God is. And give them the word as we see it. Let them take the word back with them. They are either going to believe it or they're not. And we can't make people believe or think what we believe and think. We plant the seeds, keep going. And sometimes when we plant the seeds, we may be the ones that are getting the seeds planted in us by them. Don't just take what somebody says to you as solid. Go pick up the word of God and and learn it yourself. Read the word yourself. That's another thing that really I just have to go. We need to read and know God for ourselves. We have to know him for ourselves because if we don't, Anybody can walk up to us and say anything, and we'll be getting all upset and all kind of stuff. Somebody can walk up to you and tell you that you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this in the Lord. Meanwhile, your life is just so boring and know nothing because you don't read the word of God yourself, so you don't know that you're free in Christ. You know, so I, I'm just, I just had this, this feeling today, and, and I'm just thanking praise God for that because we really, 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 need to get into the word ourselves because none of this will be my me in any any um seriousness um if we if we didn't come to know him for ourselves if we came in i'm sorry if we did come to know the lord for ourselves then it wouldn't matter what other people think or what other people say or whether or not how we react to what people say or do because the bottom line is now when people come at me i used to get so upset when people come at me and tell me that uh, speaking in tongues was crazy, and you was over the devil, because I've had people tell me that. And I speak in tongues, and I pray to the Lord in tongues, and I'm going. I actually had to go to the Lord, crying out to him, thinking something wrong with me. So then he took me to certain places into the word to help me get an understanding of what that is better. So then I went, okay, I got it, I got it. Oh, praise the Lord, I got it. But it doesn't bother me that other people aren't there yet or don't feel that it's necessary. My mama passed away and when she left the world she she didn't she didn't speak in tongues but I personally don't believe that she went to to um hell. Uh, she knew the Lord. Now my wish and desire is that she is in heaven with the Father. That's what I want. I when I go to heaven I wanna see my mother again. So I I thank and praise the Lord for for those for that understanding in his word because not all Pentecostals believe what I just said because there's some Pentecostals believe that if you don't go if you ain't speaking in tongues you go into hell and I'm like eh, I don't believe that but you know we all get in a different level a different step and and we have to truly truly get into the word of God because what was meant for what you read today may mean something different to you tomorrow. That's what we need to understand. What you read today, and I take it one way in the Word, you can read it tomorrow, and because of what's going on in your life, 
you'll take that same scripture in a different way. I thank and praise God for his blessings, for his word that keeps us, leads, guides, and directs us. And I thank and praise God for all that he does for us. Because if it was not for his grace and mercy, where would we be? We need to to just continue to stand for the Lord. Continue to move as God directs us. No need in arguing and fighting about where we stand in the Lord, what we believe in the Lord, because we are all one body of Christ. And we know that's what the Word of God says. Some of us believe just a little differently than others. Well, some of us are in different walks than others. And I'm not talking about the wolves that ain't believing at all. Let's get that straight. And I'm not talking about the wolves and sheep's clothing. Let's get that straight. I'm talking about our sisters and brothers in Christ who some are are Pentecostal, some are Protestant, two different aspects. I mean, but doesn't mean I don't love them. Doesn't mean I don't love them. It just means that they worship just a little differently than I do. Yeah. That works for them. As long as they praising Jesus, I'm cool. You know, so I, I, you know, we, we, when we get into the doctrine aspect of everything, that's where it causes problems. And if we would just stop doing that and start focusing on the Lord, we just thank and praise God for that. You know, you got to look at that aspect. I don't think Jesus, I think, now I do believe in making a joyful noise unto the Lord, and I do believe in singing and all that stuff. Some people just ain't into all that, you know, and that's fine for them. But I can't go, I got to go and praise the Lord and hallelujahs, you know, and I thank God for that. But some people enjoy just the simple clapping their hands or whatever it is and that they do, and that's fine too. We should not judge one another for that. If they love the Lord and the love of God is in them, then how can we come up against what they're doing? Doctrine, doctrine, doctrine. It's just that. Doctrine. It's what governs. But the love of the Lord is what really, truly governs and brings us around. So as long as we have Jesus, that's what really makes a difference. It's loving the Lord and having the Lord in our lives. That's what makes the difference. I just thank and praise God for that because we will see change come just from his love, just from his love. Oh, God is just so good. And I thank God for today. I thank God for for his grace and his mercy. I just keep saying that today, guys, and I, I can't help it. It is his love and his grace and his mercy that has me sitting here today. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. And I thank God for our listeners today. I thank God for um, our guest here. I see um, the one sister's name, Sister Lisa, and I praise the Lord for her. She's in Texas, and my sister lives in Texas, so praise the Lord for that. Um, And I see we have guest three here, and praise the Lord to see you, guest three. And I thank God for for your visiting us today. We are pretty much wrapping up today, but I thank and praise God that you stopped past for to hear a few words from us and know that God is truly moving and I ask that he moves in your life and 
continues to bless you and 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 give you your heart's desires also. We know that God is able and <laughs> truly his way is our way or should be anyways. I thank and praise God and ooh, God is just good. I I I I am just so excited today and, and I praise God for that. Um let me just let remind everybody that one we are here every Thursday and every every other Saturday. Every Thursday is our encouraging word and we're here at nine PM and every Saturday every other Saturday, excuse me, every other Saturday we're here at nine PM and for encouraging word and fellowship. Um we are going to be doing this month on our Thursdays. Um this is October is one of the biggest to me um awareness months for me personally because um October is breast cancer month awareness breast cancer awareness month um I've never had breast cancer but I've had cancer three times the Lord has blessed me through all that so any kind of cancer anything I'm always supportive of that so we're going to be talking about that um on a couple of Thursdays on a Thursday this month and the schedule's actually in the talk show area where it's also domestic violence month. I am a product of domestic violence with my mom, um, who was in a bad relationship for twenty years. I also was married prior to my husband, my current husband, Minister Merv, I was married prior to him to uh abused um a man who abused me, and so domestic violence does um, uh, one of my other many causes that I support, along with um, what else is this month? Oh, Lupus Awareness Month. How can I forget that? Lupus Awareness Month, and I thank and praise God because I am sitting here um, in remission from lupus, and God is just good, and I'm praising his name for that. And we're also going to be talking this month on... Um, National um, Protection, or I think it's Protection, National Protection Month, which we're going to be talking about protecting ourselves in this violent world. And, you know, God is good, and he He gives us the tools to make sure that we are lined up and protected, not just in his word, but when we walk outside our door. And so we thank and praise God for that. So we'll be talking about those topics this month on Thursday nights here at Women Living for Jesus. Also on Mondays, right here on Talk Show under Living Victorious, Minister Merv comes with a word from Minister Merv, and he will bring us a word this Monday, and it'll be at 8 p.m. right here on Talk Show at Living Victorious. And um, what else we got going on this month? Pretty much that's it. So. Um, if you ever feel like talking or you just feel like shooting us an email, you can contact me, Sister Alyssa Lynn, at Comcast.net, and that is Sister, S-I-S-T-E-R-A-L-I-S-S-A-L-Y-N-N-E, at Comcast.net. I thank and praise God for all our listeners today. I thank and praise God for just keeping us Yet again, another day. And I thank and praise God 
just because he's God. There's no other reason. I mean, there's nothing spectacular, so to speak, except for the fact that I woke up this morning, and to me, that's a blessing, that I woke up this morning with a yet another opportunity to serve him, yet another opportunity to witness to others, and yet another opportunity to praise his name. So we truly, truly, truly have to be thankful for this day in him. So with no further ado for our evening, I want to thank you all for listening tonight. I praise God for each and every single one of you. And may you come back and visit us again. And God bless you. And good night. Have a wonderful evening. God bless.